Hello and welcome back to another episode of Holistic Healers. For those who are new, welcome to the show. My name is Morgan. I am the host for Returners. Thanks again for being here, subscribing, following along. It's good to have you back. So today I am talking about another holistic tip podcast um, episode. So if you guys are unfamiliar about what this is, so in general, the Holistic Healers podcast, as you know, if you do follow along, I talk to guests who either have experience healing themselves and or have expertise in the field. So whether that's mental health, nutrition, anything like that, um, they come onto the show, they talk about their expertise and give advice to the listeners, you guys, including myself. But I started Holistic Tips. It's a monthly episode that I do on the first of the month. And I have been asked to share a little more of my own insight instead of hearing from um, some of the experts in the field out there. And so I come on here, like I said, once a month, first of every month, and I share some of the topics that I work on with clients or I find to be really interesting myself. So last month we talked about finding motivation, setting goals. It was right at the very beginning of the new year. So if that's something that maybe you're still struggling with or want to learn more about, definitely go check that one out. I use it all the time with my clients, whether it's I'm really stuck and I don't know where to go or just finding motivation to complete a goal or just wanting a goal that's more obtainable. If any of that sounds familiar or something that resonates with you, go check that one out first of this year, January 1st. So today I wanted to talk about the topic emotional resilience. And I actually posted on my Instagram, I believe it was the 25th of January, a post about emotional resilience. So if you want extra kind of readings about it, in addition to this podcast, or you want to go look at that post, definitely go check that one out. I think it's really helpful. And it gives you kind of a step by step of what we're going to be talking about today. So first, what is emotional resilience? Um, I think of it as, I mentioned this also in the Instagram post, but I think of it as a buffet. So when you go to a buffet, right, like you can go to the dinner section, you can go to the breakfast section, you can go to the sides, the fruits, the dessert, right? You can kind of just decide and you have that sense of choice, that sense of autonomy. And it's nice and we can really overwhelm ourselves when we start to choose a lot of the different foods that are good. Um, but what's nice about this choice is that we also get to decide what we don't want to eat. So whether it's, you know, maybe we have that New Year's goal of not wanting to eat junk food or, you know, we want to eat better and eat a salad or fruit or, you know, something like that. We have that autonomy and emotional resilience is just that. It's that freedom to choose our meals, to choose our food. Um, it's being able to choose those emotions that come up that are in front of us that will impact us maybe later down the road. So just to be clear, when I say the word emotional resilience, sometimes people have thought of it as like a lack of boundaries or putting up with people or just behaviors that are unacceptable and just being okay, kind of go with the flow, not having that sense of autonomy and just kind of being that people pleaser. And that's not what we want. Again, we want to have this sense of choice of the emotions that come. We're able to recognize them and be able to choose which ones we want to focus on for the day. And it doesn't even necessarily mean that we are not going to choose the more difficult emotions. Sometimes we need to feel shame. Sometimes we need to feel grief 
or anger or frustration, right? We need to have those emotions sometimes, maybe more often than not, but sometimes we can also choose those happiness ones. So if you are looking for, I guess, having that choice in your emotions instead of the emotions choosing you, this podcast episode is for you. So we're going to talk a little about what are some steps that you can do to build this emotional resiliency. Also, the term I've heard it as is emotional maturity. So how do we build emotional resiliency, right? Because I have struggled with this myself for a very long time and still continuously do. So it's definitely a healing process. But when we aren't emotional resilient, emotions come. And we internalize them kind of without that sense of choice. I feel the sadness. I don't really have a choice. And if I feel sad, I just feel sad. And sometimes that's okay. Sometimes we just need to feel those feelings, find out where they're coming from. And that's totally fair. But sometimes I, at the end of the day, I want to be able to have that sense of autonomy to be able to be like, I don't want to feel sad anymore. I want to be able to overcome this if I can, if I can control it, what can I do to be able to change the situation that I'm in. And again, it goes kind of hand in hand with behavioral changes, setting goals, and just kind of living a better life that we want to live through this emotional maturity or this emotional resilience. So where do we go from this? So the first step, like I was just kind of alluding to, it's awareness of your emotions. So this means becoming conscious of when we are feeling the feelings when they come about, how do they come about, the intensity of them, and not judging them. One day I wake up, right, and I am angry. That's okay, right? I'm just going to acknowledge I feel angry this morning. I'm going to kind of just sit there, see how I'm feeling, maybe do a little body scan, do a conscious check-in, and see what are my needs right now? How can I best meet my needs to help kind of conquer what I'm going through or just acknowledge that I'm angry today and that's okay. So being aware of the needs and then also, again, with the lack of judgment, I'm not going to sit here, realize that I'm angry and shame myself for being angry. Sometimes I just wake up and this is just the feelings I have and that's totally okay. So we're moving into becoming this observer rather than the shamer of ourselves, being really self-critical, being really negative about ourselves. I know I have a tendency to do this. So again, this is the first step to really any emotional change that you want to make is realizing the emotions that are happening. So becoming conscious so that we can move on. The second thing or the second step that you want to focus on is restoring our energy tanks. So what do I mean by this? Often this can be referred to as self-care and self-care is very subjective. It can look like a lot of different things, look like a lot of different ways for a lot of different people and that's okay. So instead I like to ask, instead of just saying, oh, do some self-care, what does that look like for you? I ask, what refuels you? What brings you happiness? What brings you fulfillment in life? And let's do more of that. And what are you doing right now to enhance those skills? What are you doing right now that's working? And what are we not doing that maybe we can start to incorporate some other things into our life to bring this fulfillment without overwhelming ourselves? And again, this fulfillment in our life is going to bring us more energy, right? And so if we're showing up, I always say this analogy, I've probably said it before in the podcast, but if we're showing up to fight a bear, right? We want to have the energy to fight the bear. So 
if we're filling up our energy tanks, maybe we're well slept, we're eating properly. Um, you know, we have those set boundaries in our life where people aren't taking the energy from us, but instead we're able to hold on to our energy. You know, it could just be a bunch of different things. But if we're taking care of ourselves and then we're also aware of the emotions that are coming up for us, this kind of puts us on a track to start becoming more emotionally resilient. We're aware of when the emotions come up, when they're coming up or, you know, what they're, what we're experiencing right now. And then we also have the energy to deal with it. So those are the first two steps, awareness, restoring our energy tanks. The third one is the window of tolerance. And I want to talk more about this probably in a separate episode, but it's kind of based off of the theory, polyvagal theory. And so I'll talk about this more later. Essentially, this is nervous system and how much our our nervous system can handle essentially of stress. But when we become conscious of these emotions and we practice these activities that refuel us, we must also practice being stressed. And it's so weird when I say that because you're probably thinking, why do I have to practice being stressed? I already am stressed. I have to do it more now? Like what why is why is this even a thing? And I reference sports. So if you're like me, I I was a high school athlete. I did sports for most of my life. And yeah, I think of stress as a sport, right? In order to get better at dealing with a sport or like the obstacles of the sport, you have to practice. You have to put in reps. And by doing that, we become really familiar to all the different scenarios that could come up in a competition. And we feel prepared. We feel confident. Um, and it's the same way as being stressed, right? We don't want to necessarily always put in those reps. Sometimes we do. Um, and if you do, that's great. That's even better of analogy for this uh, scenario. But practicing being stressed in a controlled environment can help us become more resilient when it shows up unpredictably. So like I said, with that bear kind of scenario, do we want to be able to fight the bear and know what we're supposed to do before it actually shows up, maybe on a hike? Or do we want to face the bear first time on a hike? Probably not the second one. So we want to get better. We want to put in reps. And there's some controlled, I guess, exercises that you can do that don't overwhelm your nervous system, but familiarize it to that adrenaline, to that cortisol, to all that stuff that stress brings up. And we're able to process it a little better. We're able to release those endorphins or natural pain relievers to meet that stress and be able to naturally relax us. So what are some things that we can do? Progressive muscle relaxation. For any of those, uh, or for anyone that doesn't know what those are, essentially those are exercises that you can do to stress your muscles and then release the tension. So for example, like right now, I'm squeezing my hand, you hold it maybe for 30 seconds to a minute, and then you release it. Another thing that you can do is clench your toes, hold it for a little bit, and then release. It also mimics, you know, the breathing techniques that maybe your guys are from, uh, familiar with. So maybe that's, you know, holding it in or breathing in, holding it, and then releasing it, right? Holding that breath, creating that tension inside of our chest and our stomachs, but then releasing it with a big belly breath. So Progressive muscle relaxation, some breathing techniques with the muscles or just a breath, going to the gym, right? Especially with those endorphins that we're trying to release, having a controlled environment that we know we're going to get stressed, you know, our body, we're going to put our body under some stress 
and then naturally recovering, whether it's through stretching after or um, replenishing with like water and stuff after, that's going to teach your body, especially if you do it habitually, to be accustomed, again, familiar to the stress. So again, also stretching, maybe even running or cardio, doing those intervals as well. So running for a minute, stopping or walking for a minute, um, and then you know increasing it as you go. That could be another great way. Um, another thing I like to think of is yoga too. So if you imagine for all my yogis out there or for people that maybe aren't familiar with yoga as well, you know, you're going to be holding positions that are probably a lot more strenuous than most. So having that relaxation to have that perception of I'm putting my body under the stress, but I'm trying to control it. I'm trying to also relax and be in the present moment, but also doing something that's really physically exhausting. That's another great way to stress yourself out on purpose and get better at it. So again, we're not doing anything that's not controlled. We're not purposely putting us or, or putting ourselves in situations that are going to stress us out when we're not equipped with the tools and skills to be prepared for it. Um, but we're in a controlled environment. We kind of know what's happening and we're able to practice what it feels like and to recover from it. And so again, being aware of your emotions, that's probably the first step showing up each day with our energy tanks full. So whether that's self-care or doing things that really fuel you up, bring you fulfillment, and then expanding our window of tolerance. So doing things that we're purposely stressing ourselves out controllably and predictably so that we can show up when we are stressed, maybe unpredictably, and be able to kind of fight it off um, or be resilient when it actually shows up maybe in real life. So that's what I got for you today. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me, shoot me a DM or email, anything like that. But I just want to say thank you again for all tuning in, you know, listening, subscribing to today's Holistic Tips podcast. I hope you guys are enjoying them as much as I am. I hope these quick tips, quick episodes are helpful. And yeah, if you ever want to be on the Holistic Heroes podcast, either to share your space um, and what you've done in terms of healing or what you're doing to help with clients, I'd love to have you on. I'd also just love to hear your story and anything that you're wanting to learn more about. Feel free, again, to shoot me a message and I'd love to help you out as best as I can. You can also schedule a wellness session with me, a tarot reading, anything of like that. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you all soon. Bye.